What's up, everyone? Iceman here. New Era Cap is the official headwear provider of the MLB, NFL, and the NBA, and a global brand of sport, culture, and self-expression for over 100 years. Whether it's to match your fit of the day or root on your favorite sports team, New Era Cap will always have you covered. As a born and raised New Englander and former marathon runner, the Boston Marathon holds a special place in my heart. The Red Sox New Era City Connect series designed in the Boston Marathon's colors are a great reminder to me of my heritage, my past, present, and future on full display. I wear this hat often, both on and off camera. If you want to support your favorite team, wear what the players wear, or accentuate your favorite pair of sneakers, New Era has you covered. Shop the official headwear by visiting neweracap.com slash Iceman and use code Iceman at checkout and get 15% off. That's right, 15% off. Get after it and save now. How much does legacy matter in sneakers? We'll get into that this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear. As always, this is your host, Matt Freights. I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you are happy. And I want to thank you for tuning into this show. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening in the podcasting space, it means a lot to me that you all still come to this show. Like I said last week, I want to basically make it so that we're all unified in this space. There's way too much division in this country. And if this particular podcast for the very small amount of people that come and listen to this show If it makes you feel like you're part of a community, at the end of it all, that's what it is for me. And that's the entire point of why I create content. Last week, it was an episode about something that is divisive. And I use a divisive topic to try and talk through where we are in sneaker culture to an extent. I have spent a lot of time in the last few weeks talking about the idea of where is sneaker culture today? And we could break that down in a lot of different ways. I think replica sneakers are sort of a litmus test for a lot of people as to how you participate in the culture or how much of a sneakerhead are you. It's a way that I think people will judge. It's a way people like to make themselves feel better compared to others in the culture. You know me. I like to be my authentic self. I think that everybody should be the best version of who they are. And I don't believe that the sneakers that we wear make us any better in this life. Is it something that's interesting and unique about you? Yes. It's something that is interesting and unique about myself, but there's a lot of things that are interesting and unique about me that extend way beyond just sneaker culture. And last week was about division, but in talking about rep sneakers, I did mention a name, and I've mentioned this name the last few weeks, and it got me thinking about the topic for this episode, and that is legacy. What is legacy to us? Well, I think legacy for human beings is very, very important as we live our lives. When we die, we want to be able to look back at the life that we led and say that we did something good, that we passed on some good part of ourselves to humanity. And if you're a parent watching or listening to this, then you try to pass on something to your children. I know that when I became a father, my entire life perspective changed. And I wanted to make sure that no matter how many years I had left on this earth and how many years I had to be a dad to my son, I wanted to make sure that I instilled in him something that would be lasting so that he could take that into this world and make his way into this world. There's only so much that we can do as parents to prepare our children for the world. Life comes at you hard, fam, and there's not much we can do as parents to really shield our kids all the time. 
But the idea of legacy to me, when you're passing it on to your children, and then you hope that they pass it on to their children and so on and so forth, it matters. How does it relate to sneaker culture though? I think that there are two legacies that come to mind when I think of sneaker culture. I think the first one is obviously Michael Jordan. There's really no disputing that. He's obviously the king of sneakers. He is the reason we are all here. And yes, the history of sneakers extends way beyond Michael Jordan's life and his career. But I think when you talk about the culture today, Michael Jordan has a lasting stamp on this culture. There's really no other way around it. The other name that comes to mind for me is Kobe Bryant. Now, a lot of people are going to say, what about LeBron James? LeBron James has certainly had an impact on the sneaker market. Obviously, he has a sneaker empire through Nike, but I don't believe that he has the same kind of impact as Kobe, and we're going to get into that. The year 2020 was a weird year for a lot of people, myself included. Obviously, it started this content creation dream that I'm now continuing on, but for a lot of people, it was a cause of chaos. 2020 brought a lot of chaos, and I'm talking about the early part of 2020. But before we even got into the pandemic, 2020 started in what I considered to be a very auspicious way. If you're a sneaker person or if you're a sports person, Kobe Bryant, that name means something to you. Kobe was a retired NBA player, and he unfortunately passed away in January of 2020 in a helicopter accident with his daughter, Gigi. It was a tragic moment in sports. It was a tragic moment for humanity. And despite Kobe Bryant's imperfections as a human being, and we can go back to the early 2000s with the rape allegations and everything that was embroiled in all of that, Kobe Bryant, I think, was able to redeem himself over his life, not just in the game of basketball, but I think in the game of life. And when he retired and throughout all of those years afterward, I think Kobe Bryant was seen as somewhat of an ambassador for second chances and an ambassador for being a good father. And when he died, a lot of things changed. It caused a lot of people to be introspective about their life. Death is going to do that for you. You all know that my mom passed away in 2021. Obviously, I've done a lot of introspection in my life since then. And next week, we're going to talk in depth about my mom. I'm going to sort of peel open myself to give you a little bit of a look inside that. But when Kobe Bryant passed away, the idea of legacy obviously shot to the forefront. And a lot of people started asking questions about who was Kobe Bryant? What is his legacy? What is his place, not just in sports, but maybe in humanity? And I think it was a fair question to ask. Kobe Bryant, to me, is known for two things. He's known for being an excellent NBA player. He's a Hall of Famer. I believe he got that posthumously. And he also had a very, very popular sneaker line. The sneakers are obviously secondary to who he was in terms of being a basketball player, being a father. But in terms of the context of this show, his sneaker empire or his sneaker legacy does matter. And after his untimely death, I think a lot of people, including Vanessa Bryant, were questioning what should happen to the Kobe legacy. I know there was a little bit of a legal rift. A lot of things happened after Kobe died. Lawsuits, a lot of questioning. And the Kobe line seemed as if it may be dead. It's interesting, though, because when you think about the two legacies that I mentioned, Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, they are compared a lot. It's never easy to be the guy that follows the guy. But Michael Jordan comes into the league in the early 80s and throughout his career, basically until right before Kobe Bryant was drafted, straight out of high school, by the way, Michael Jordan redefined the NBA. He became the GOAT of the NBA for a lot of people. And what ends up happening when that takes place is the next person that comes up is going to be compared to that because we're already looking for the next person. It happens all the time. It's going to happen in football. We're going to be comparing every quarterback prospect to Tom Brady, when in reality, it's an unfair comparison. Kobe Bryant comes into the league straight out of high school. He's not the first player to get drafted straight out of high school, but he comes in 
and there's a lot of expectations on him. And those expectations are directly tied to Michael Jordan's legacy. I don't know if y'all remember when they played each other in an All-Star game. That was a big moment. Kobe was heaped a lot of expectations on him. And I'm not saying that he didn't live up to those expectations. Obviously, he was an excellent player. But I think you're never going to be the guy who follows the guy and be even more successful. It's almost impossible to have somebody where Michael Jordan was and then have them follow that up with another guy immediately in that same generation and have it be as successful. The interesting part about comparing those two, though, is to me, their careers and their trajectory as related to sneakers were kind of in reverse. Michael Jordan changed the game, and the movie Air highlighted that, and I reviewed that a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago. He changed the game because he made the shoes about the athlete that put their foot in it. Up until that point, shoes were just a part of the game. They were a part of the game of basketball, and athletes were just part of this family that wore these shoes. Nike basically flipped the script on that, and Michael Jordan defined the Jordan line. The Jordan 1 changed everything from here on out. And I think what happened is that Kobe Bryant tried to have that legacy because when Michael Jordan signed that contract, he made royalties in actuality for these athletes. And obviously every athlete that signed on after that that got their own signature shoe was getting a piece of that pie. Michael Jordan was to thank for that. How historically accurate that was as it was portrayed in air, I don't know. But Kobe Bryant obviously comes into the league. There's a lot of hype around him and people want him to be the next Michael Jordan. So the next possible thing is let's get him a shoe deal. The funny part is if you remember, Michael Jordan didn't want to be with Nike. He wanted to be with Adidas because that's who he played in. That was his favorite brand. He ultimately ended up going to Nike. Well, Kobe Bryant, on the other hand, ends up starting at Adidas. So both of these guys who were being compared, they started different companies. Michael Jordan basically hit a home run right from the get-go. Now, the Jordan 2 did represent a little bit of a dip, and Tinker Hatfield had to come in with the Jordan 3 and make that a lot better, and it really saved the brand. But ultimately, Michael Jordan, the Jordan 1 specifically, was a hit. And there was really no doubt that it was going to continue to grow and ascend as long as Michael was playing. All the way up until probably the Jordan 13 or 14, every Jordan basically was seen as a hit. For Kobe Bryant, though, he started with Adidas. And really, a vast majority of the shoes that he came out with didn't really hit a home run. Is some of that because the shoes he was coming out with were directly trying to compete with Jordan brand that had already had, what, 14 years under their belt or 13 years under their belt? And now you're coming out with shoes that are now being compared to this. So Kobe's not only being compared to Michael on the court, but he's being compared in the sneaker game too. There was one shoe from Adidas that I wanted when I worked at Sports Authority, a little bit of a peek inside my life. For a couple of summers, I worked in the footwear department of a Sports Authority. It was my in-between college years job. And it was actually a lot of fun. And what I didn't realize at the time is that it was the reason probably why I'm so obsessed with sneakers today. It was just sort of a precursor to that. I didn't have any money. I couldn't afford anything. But I specifically remember the Kobe one. Remember that space looking thing being on the shelves and wanting that shoe. I never got it, though, but I always wanted it. And when you think about it, that was probably the only Adidas Kobe that people really, really liked. I know the first couple were probably pretty decent. But that one sort of changed everything. The one after that was a complete dud. And then inevitably, Kobe moved on to Nike. And things really did change for him. And the reason why I'm bringing all this up is because Nike decided that they're going to bring back the Kobe 8. They're going to bring back the Kobe 8 Protro. And Protro means that they have updated the tooling and the technology in it to sort of be where the times are today, which is also the exact opposite of Jordan's because every time they retro a Jordan, we continue to get the same crappy technology from the 1980s, which I don't understand. I've asked Nike to change that for, gosh, months and months, years now, 
Apparently that's never going to happen. I'm not really sure why we can't get a Jordan 1 to look fire, feel fire for us old heads in the game who actually have maybe some back problems, maybe some hip arthritis. Just saying, I'm dating myself. But listen, if you're watching and you're in your 20s, you're going to know what I'm talking about when you get into your 40s. Mark my words. So the Kobe 8 is coming out and Vanessa Bryant was a part of making that a reality. From what I understand, they want to commemorate Kobe's birthday every single year with a drop of Kobe shoes. And this is sort of restarting the legacy of Kobe sneakers. Admittedly, I kind of questioned as to whether this is something that should have happened. Is this an event that we should have restarted? Should Kobe's legacy have died with him? And I don't mean that in a callous way. I mean, Kobe's legacy will never be stronger than it was the day that he died in the aftermath of that. He is a beloved figure now. And over the course of time, as the time between his death and now has continued to grow, people remember him more and more fondly. And the shoes that he has come out with and the shoes that people remember him for, those are more and more meaningful than they ever have been. And yes, in resale culture, we saw a huge spike in obviously people trying to resell things, but now it's come back to the mean. The shoes that people like the most are the ones that are gonna sell, your Bruce Lees, your Grinches, Mambasitas, things like that. But when I really thought about it, and I realized that while Nike is definitely out to make more money, and obviously by extension, so is Vanessa Bryant, I can't really fault them for that. I can't really fault them for wanting to continue that legacy because maybe it's more than just the money. Maybe the idea of this is to restart that legacy so that when 10 years go by, 20 years go by, and the kids then are buying Kobe's, they're remembering what Kobe was all about. My hope is that by the time we get there, this won't be what it is now, where people don't even remember who Michael Jordan really was. And maybe this is a way to continue Kobe's legacy posthumously for as long as possible. Because I can tell you when you watch college basketball, even when you watch the NBA, you still see a lot of Kobe's out there. You don't see nearly as many Jordans, especially retros for what I said earlier, but you see a lot of Kobe's because it's a beloved shoe, not only because they look good and they're attached to Kobe Bryant's legacy, but because they actually are functionally great for people who are playing basketball. And Vanessa Bryant trying to do whatever she can to keep the memory of Kobe and her daughter alive, who am I to say that that's not a good idea? And while I struggled with it from a moral perspective, I realized that if I had the chance to do something like that, I probably would. Kobe's legacy is not just defined by sneakers. It's defined by being a great dad. It's defined by being a great basketball player. He made a lot of mistakes in his life, no doubt. We all have made a lot of mistakes in our life. But I think sneakers is a part of Kobe Bryant's legacy. And I think we, the sneaker community, by buying these shoes and wanting these shoes to come back, are making that legacy even more potent. Michael Jordan is still alive today. And I guarantee you that when he dies, something like this may happen for people in my age bracket. Who knows? It may not happen, but I think it will. Kobe Bryant's death shocked all of us, and it shocked the basketball community, the sneaker community, and just anybody who idolized him and grew up watching him. I'm not here to tell you that Kobe's not a good person. Kobe was a good person. He was a good dad. He redeemed himself. We all should take as many chances as possible to get a second chance. And so while the Kobe 8 is coming out and people are excited, remember what it's all about. It's not just about the leather shoes that you put on. It's not just about getting your hands on the fire colorways. Make sure you want those shoes because you remember Kobe. You have some special connection to him. Yeah, maybe Kobe didn't know you, but you watched him play. Maybe watching him play took you out of a bad situation. Maybe that was the only thing in your life that you could look forward to. For a lot of people, that is the case. And I think it's awesome that they're doing it. And you know what? I've never owned a Kobe before, but this might be the perfect time to do so. 
Release of the week, where I like to highlight a shoe that catches my eye. I think that you should know about it. It's not always hype. It rarely ever is. It's just something that I want you to know about. You all know that I have been in a major Air Max phase. And while the Air Maxes that have been coming out haven't been all that great, I love that the Air Max 1 is having kind of a shine this year. And you know what? The best part about it is the simplest colorways are the ones that are flashing out to me. And so coming out on August 18th is the Nike Air Max 1 Bronze. Why do I like these? There is something about them that just speaks to me. The fall aesthetic with that bronze, almost copper look, just the white and the bronze, it's a very good fall shoe. That could be your house shoe for all I care. It's a really, really sweet looking shoe. The materials look nice with that leather around the toe box. Everything about it screams me. I think that it's absolutely fire. It's not hype at all. It's probably going to sit, which means you should be able to get it easily on release day. Or if you're lucky, you might be able to get it for 20% off. So do yourself a favor, go out and get that Air Max one because I think it will make a great, great piece to your collection this fall and all the way through the spring. So how do you feel about Kobe Bryant? How do you feel about his legacy? And are you a big fan of them bringing back the Kobe 8 Pro Tro? I would love to hear from you. Instagram, at FireFootwearPod is the handle to do that. On YouTube, we are a part of INC Sports. So if you are watching, you can find us there. Do not forget to hit like and subscribe. It's not mandatory, but it is very, very helpful. For all the audio listeners out there, especially if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, don't forget to hit follow on whatever app it is that you use. And if you have some rating system, don't forget to give us some stars there. Please support the Matty Ice Media Network. MattyIceMedia.com right now is under construction, but we will be bringing it back. We're trying to bring a lot of fire content, including this show. And so don't forget to support us there. You can find me on Twitter at Matty Ice Freights. You can find INC Sports at INC Sports on Twitter and on TikTok at FireFootwearPod at INC Sports are the handles to do that. As always, fam, I'm so glad that you are here. I hope that this finds you well and safe. And I hope that one day you can look back on the life that you have led and the legacy that you're going to leave behind and feel good about it as you go off into wherever it is that we all go in this afterlife. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'll see you next week. This is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.